Yo, 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 welcome to episode 11 of the Will You Be My Friend podcast. Today I have my buddy Dylan on, who is equally incredible at tattooing and making music. Uh, I have two of his tattoos on my leg, um, and I love his music, and I really enjoyed hanging out with him on the internet. Uh, It was a great conversation. So, without further ado, enjoy my conversation with Dylan. Dylan, my man. (laughs) How's it going? It's good to see you, dude. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. Um, So, right when we got on, you were asking me how lockdown is and i'm so torn because on the one hand it's like really dope yeah (laughs) to like like have so much time and Mm -hmm. uh so much like alone time um but on the other hand there is a part of me that's kind of freaking out about like the state of the world and then also like how fragile our society is like one little bug, one little plague or something. And then all of a sudden like our daily life is like so different. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a bit on the fence. How are you doing? Yeah, I think like it's weird. It's like the having all the extra time is sick. I mean like Mm. me personally, I stay home a lot anyways. So that part of it is cool. You know, like, really being like okay like i have all day to like work on this thing like i've been like working on finishing up some stuff for this album and like recording oh, new yeah. stuff and drawing and you know doing all little stuff that you don't have time for so that part is great um yeah i think everybody probably has the feeling that when they get on like twitter or like read the news or something that's when they start to get sort of freaked out so that's like and i feel the same way you know so it's weird. It's kind of like two, two things. It's like, if you're just by yourself at home, like doing your thing, it's cool. And then like, even though you can't go outside, like when you see the outside world or like read about it, then you're like, Oh, like it, or talk to somebody else or something. Then, then you kind of see what's, what's kind of going on, you know? And yeah, I don't know. It's, I'm kind of torn. It's definitely, definitely freaking me out a little bit, but I'm trying to like, not, be on social media or reading the news all day because then you'll just be freaking out all day (laughs) and that's not helpful (laughs) dude the news is a very powerful drug i feel yeah also too because like um i don't know even even with like some of the trump stuff like they'll uh they'll have these like sound bites Mm-hmm. Then I'll go to like the White House YouTube page or whatever and like mm-hmm. listen to the whole like Trump thing or conference. What do you call mm-hmm. it? A press conference or whatever. I'll listen to the whole thing and like, like, yeah, he's like a pretty gross person, but like it doesn't, it, it always sounds way worse in the soundbite. Yeah. It like does the like in, Exactly. In context. So it's like, there's a part like I can only take so much news. I feel like it's so it's so concentrated with yeah. like negativity. And mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the situation that we're in right now is horrific. Mm-hmm. But yeah, being on the news all day is not a not a good yeah, idea. Yeah, it's hard. It's like it's definitely good to 
like it's good i don't know it's hard it's good because some of it is like serious stuff that we all need to know that we should be doing you know for sure like yeah just seeing what's going on in the world and knowing how serious stuff is and you know that you should you know be staying inside and doing this and that and then there's also the flip side of like stuff that's negative for no reason like showing everybody like freaking out and like hoarding stuff or like you know kind of putting scary statistics that maybe are just kind of like I don't know statistics that that are supposed to freak you out or something you Mm -hmm. know what I mean so it's it's like yeah you got to sort of find the middle ground of it being constructive Mm -hmm. information for you you know it's like that all the time I mean like the news is always kind of doing stuff to freak you out you know (laughs) um but now it's just like we're in like the twilight zone you know what i mean like i feel like (laughs) i keep i keep thinking it's like it reminds me of like some like 28 days later or something you know what i mean (laughs) yeah dude it's it's crazy yeah have you uh have you been to the grocery store recently uh i went a couple days ago just because um I yeah so I ran out of stuff and I yeah. went and um but I went really early so it wasn't yeah. quite as packed um cuz I was trying to avoid all the craziness but um yeah. but yeah it's crazy to like look in there and there's just like no milk like the whole rack is empty and there's just like no pasta like not a single box and like no like it looks like I mean, I know we're in Los Angeles, you know, it looks like a movie set or something, Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, but yeah. I got to cut, but it's like, you know, I'm trying not to, I'm trying to take it in stride and be like, okay, well, there's none of this, but there is this other thing, you know, like I was mm-hmm. able to get stuff and like, I got not too much stuff, but enough stuff to where I can like stay inside, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but yeah, there's didn't get any like toilet paper or anything, but, but, uh, but yeah, it's it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. Doing? I uh, I was at the grocery store. Yeah, like I think I think I went twice in the past week. Yeah, and uh, the about seven days ago, six days ago, something. I went to Trader Joe's and mm-hmm. I stood in line for like a half an hour really? to get into Trader Joe's, and it was like the you know, like the social distance line. So it was, uh, it was, it was a fairly long line and we're all like six feet apart. And it it gave me like a half an hour to really think about the state of things. And especially because the Trader Joe's that I went to was, um, it's this Trader Joe's on Lake Avenue in Pasadena. So where I was standing in line on the balcony, I was overlooking Lake, which like, has all of these shops it's like the Mm -hmm. whole you know the whole street is just businesses and none of them were operating (laughs) so i'm like i'm standing there just looking at you know the the state of pasadena like just not being open except for this grocery store i don't know like i don't i i don't want it to like freak me out um like i don't and i'm not i'm i don't want anyone else to freak out over it but it is like a i don't know it's it's shocking i think it's crazy because it's actually it's weird it's like 
I didn't go out for like a minute. And then when I went to the grocery store, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I don't have the right perspective or something, but I was actually kind of surprised by like how many people were out and were driving and stuff. I guess it's mm. like, it's Los Angeles. So it's a huge city. So like this, I guess there's like a regular town amount of people out, which is like a big <laughs> decrease. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but, um, but it actually kind of surprised me and with how many people I saw like driving around and stuff. Mm. And so I don't know, that kind of freaks me out too. Cause I'm like, you know, mm. everybody needs to stay inside, but I get it. You know, you have to, you have to go out sometime, but yeah, I'm just trying to like, hopefully everybody can like limit it. My thought is like, if I stay inside for two weeks or something or, or whatever, or a month, you know, that, and and some of the people some of my friends and stuff are also staying inside then that's closer to us being able to see each other and knowing that we're all good you know what i mean totally um, as much as i like want to go out it's like each time you go out then you kind of gotta like restart your thing or think like oh maybe i could have like been exposed or something so it's just kind of like pushing it back so that's kind of what's keeping me in not uh not getting like too, too stir crazy. It's just being like, you know what? Like if you just, there, there's like some like meme that I saw that someone was like, we're in like, we're like in timeout and we can't go to recess. Cause like a few <laughs> kids won't follow the rules, you know? <laughs> That's what I feel like. I'm like, yo, just stay inside so we can go out so we can finish this sooner, you know? But yeah, I understand there's so many, there's so many things you have to do and lots of people have jobs that they have to, that, they can't do remotely and so it's just i don't know man it's just it sucks <laughs> i don't have to tell you twice or anybody else but yeah there's no there's no easy way of handling it that's for sure i think that's the one thing that when i like read the news and stuff that's kind of a little bit surprising is like it's there's not so much like um oh it has to be this way or like it seems kind of like maybe people are at least working together a little bit more than usual or like trying mm. to figure it out. Cause we're all kind of like, well, there's not, you know what I mean? There's not like yeah. one clear cut thing versus like maybe another like issues and stuff. People yeah. feel like their position is really cut and dry. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. So I guess we'll see. Hopefully everybody, can, I know it's like uh, maybe like too idealistic, but hopefully people come out of this like with a new, appreciation or a new like willingness to be nice <laughs> yeah man i think i think some people definitely will i know it's gonna make me just appreciate like being able to hang out with friends and like mm -hmm. go to any store at any time of the day that i want yeah um Get but, uh, want. exactly man what a fucking wild time uh, so uh you you have a you have a roommate, right? Yeah. You guys have been getting along. Is everything cool at home? Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, I was actually, I was staying somewhere else for a minute because mm. my roommate came back from New York. So um, he was on this tour that got canceled. So we were, I was staying somewhere else by myself um, so that we could like for sure be, know that we're good. And then, um, and then I've been back for, at my place for a couple of days now so cool. who knows you know maybe <laughs> maybe a week from now we'll be looking like castaway and like fighting over <laughs> a volleyball or something but <laughs> but no it's been, it's been good yeah i mean cool, like man. i definitely um 
yeah, I've been trying not to like get too stressed out or like I'm not perfect, but trying to as best I can to not you know what I mean, just like trying to not let that get into your head, you know what I mean, being like stressed totally. out and and snapping at people and stuff. So, but it's hard, you know, everybody is like on like anxiety is on like 11 right now, so I get it, you know. But yeah. what about you? Do you live by yourself? I do live by myself. It's kind of okay. weird. So, so how's yeah. that? I do feel like you're like, do you feel like you're going nuts because it's like just you, or is that cool? Because you're like, I I don't have to be worried about someone coming in and out or, or on or worried about somebody else. I guess. Yeah, like on a like specifically about the virus, I feel a lot, you know safer about like i'm not gonna get it but at the same time like i'm not super super concerned about me getting it as much as i am concerned about like people at risk getting it and like in general like our city and our country like dealing with people getting it and like the healthcare system yeah i think that's that's the big thing that a lot of that's it's good that it seems like a lot of like younger people are at least around LA and stuff are taking it seriously for the sake of everybody else, you know? Totally. Totally. But, and then I have heard like, uh, I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast and he was talking about this 31 year old Olympic swimmer who got Corona and like went through the sickness and recovered from the sickness but now has this lung damage where he can't like, it's difficult for him to walk across the room without like being out of breath Mm -hmm. and um, you know how that might be like permanent lung damage to this person who is young and fit. Like that's, that's wild. Yeah. I think there's every day. Well, yeah, for the most part they're saying, yeah, like younger people, it's not affecting as much, but then I'll read something that's saying like, you still can get it and don't don't just like throw out the possibility so yeah, i don't know it's kind of i don't know it seems really up in the air right now but yeah i think yeah i think everybody most people are doing the right thing you know totally i'm sure that you know when i see people out and stuff most of the time it i'm sure it's for a good reason or it makes sense you know like i see people Obviously, there's going to be people like delivery drivers and stuff that got to move stuff and this and that. So, um, but yeah, it's crazy. It's like every like (laughs) apocalyptic movie (laughs) that you see where it's just like empty and like the pictures that people have been taking on like drones and stuff. I guess I was like drone like going through downtown LA and it just is like ghost town so weird man (laughs) so weird so yeah new york is getting hit super hard right now and then we'll see we'll see how la stands up what uh what like news sources have you been keeping up um what i mean i don't have tv so what i'll be doing is I mean, I have like, I don't have like cable or anything. So what I'll be doing is either like checking like the, like Twitter news thing or like, I know on Mm -hmm. YouTube, sometimes they'll like be streaming like what would be on TV, you know, like the press conferences and stuff. So um, I've been trying to do 
um, that just because, yeah, I don't have like cable or anything. And that yeah. seems to be sort of the next best thing. Um, and I'm always on my phone anyways now. So I just, yeah. <laughs> I see it. Um, but yes, that, that's kind of what I've been checking out. What about you? Same. Like BBC has been pretty cool on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I was checking out this, uh, this channel, The Young Turks. A friend mm-hmm. like told me to check them out. It didn't really vibe too much with me. It felt like a little, a little too heavy handed. Like scare um, tactics or something? Is it like a, it's like a news? It's like show? a news show, I think. And it's independent and they lean like really heavy left, but they were like, uh, like for example, they were talking about Trump and they were like calling Trump an idiot and they were calling him like all these names. Mm-hmm. And like, I think it's totally fine to call Trump an idiot. Like I, I could agree with a lot of those statements, but like, I don't want, I don't want my news source to be like sprinkling in like those like opinionated statements in the middle of things. Like it's, Oh yeah. Like between like trying to give you something that you feel like is more factual or like exactly opinion or something. Yeah. Like I want to be the one to say that Trump's an idiot. Like I don't want to like hear the news. (laughs) That's my job. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I think like, um, yeah, it's it's weird. Like I, it's like um, I was surprised that they they worked together to like pass the whole pass the bill, and it seemed like it was almost unanimously received by both parties. So that's something that I think would surprise a lot of people. Just how everything, like I was saying before, everything has been so kind of like back and forth, and so like very strongly divided. And so to kind of see that happened so quickly and like almost unanimously is I think surprising to me given like what's been going on in politics lately but I mean it's good though it's it's like I wish we could see more of that you know totally man yeah I'm uh I'm looking forward to my check it's gonna help me out (laughs) for sure and I'm really stoked for everyone I know who's gonna be able to get one uh I think it's gonna be really helpful yeah, especially just like I'm sure like all the people that we know, you know, it's like are very like strongly affected, you know, and there's not much of like a backup for that kind of work, you know what I mean? I mean, there's like a few things, you know, like doing lessons online or selling merch. A lot of people are doing that. People are doing like little like Instagram benefits and stuff, but mm-hmm. not like getting like your whole tour canceled, you know, that's like there's no no replace no easy replacement for that <laughs> well and with you specifically with tattoos you're you're not able yeah. to uh give tattoos right now yeah i saw people some people were like holding out and i know i i understand like at the beginning of this a lot of people are like you know like well you know a tattoo shop is like the most sanitary place you know they mm-hmm. have uh uh like hospital grade cleaners you know everything is thrown away and blah 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 and and I think at the beginning maybe that made sense but now I think the the with everything going on it's everybody is just kind of like we're not gonna risk it you know and which I think is good and and I see a few people randomly here and there trying to do it but I just I don't know I I couldn't feel good about doing that right now and and 
yeah, it's hard. I mean, they're trying to do the same. A lot of artists are trying to do the same thing. I think as musicians, you know, selling either like selling artwork and merch or maybe like doing gift cards for future stuff. But cool. that's another one where there's not like a lot of uh, replacement and yeah, it's, it's just crazy. It sucks to see so many people just like wiped out from like you're saying, just like one small little thing. Yeah, man. And uh, yeah, it's just freaky. I think that, um, I don't know, not to like be too left leaning, but I feel like a lot of like young yeah. people would, would like to like see, I don't know there are, we're kind of seeing that there needs to be an alternative, you know? Mm. I'm not really like sure what that would look like, but it's like that, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like something so out of everyone's control that it's just like destroying so many of these like huge industries. It's, I think it's, everyone's like, well, you know, it's, it can't be this fragile, you know, mm. or I don't know, maybe it is, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like there needs you. to be some, I don't know, like relief or some, I don't know what that looks like. I know it's like some countries do like universal income or, yeah, man. you know, more free healthcare, you know, all that stuff. But it just seems like now more than ever, that's something that's like so important to so many people and so helpful. So it's, yeah, it's interesting to see how everybody's going to feel coming out of this. I would be really surprised to see somebody not being, you know, for a better healthcare system or some sort of free healthcare or something maybe that's not tied to your job, you know? Totally. Because it's like if everybody's getting laid off because of a sickness, then how do you fight the sickness if you can't go to the doctor because you got laid off your job? Because, you know, it's just... Exactly, man. I don't know. Something seems like there's got to be a better way. No, I, I 100% agree with you. And I just am so ignorant when it comes to all this shit. I mean, I know, that's, that's like, definitely something I could study up on. I know. I feel bad because I'm like, I'm not really sure like what the answer is, but, but I don't think that's necessarily bad. I don't think you have to be, have like a political science degree to mm. uh, recognize that something can improve, you know? Totally. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Maybe if, I think that's something that I've kind of clashed with people for a long time is maybe they're like, well, uh, where, you know, you get into an argument, you're like, Oh, I think stuff should be different. And they're like, well, how? And then you're like, well, I don't know. And mm -hmm. they're like, Oh, well that invalidates your opinion. But I don't know. I don't think necessarily not knowing a clear cut path is, I don't think that kills the whole sentiment. Oh, I totally agree with you. Or feeling that there can be something that can be improved or changed. Yeah. But I don't know. What have you been doing to like spend your time not going nuts? <laughs> I hear you, man. I have been running a good amount, so I'll go, I'll get out of the house and run. Yeah. And, um, ever since, I mean, ever since, I guess maybe like a week and a half, like ever since I first heard about social distancing, I've been like keeping that when I'm running. So like six mm -hmm. feet from people. And uh, it's been really interesting to see because some people see me running down the street 
and they'll immediately like get off the sidewalk and like turn around as if I'm like some like fire breathing dragon or something. And then some people are like way too casual and are like comfortable getting like way too close. So I, I do, I do my best to like get into the street a little bit and like keep some distance, but like I'll still, Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say like, uh, I'll still wave and like say what's up to people. And it's funny, like some people are totally down to wave and other people are just like, they want nothing to do with me. (laughs) It's so funny. It's like, there's such a, there's such a back and forth between like politeness or social politeness and then like what to do. Like this is before it was, but this was maybe, I don't know, two weeks ago or something before everything was really, really, really bad. And they were just kind of like, I didn't know about the whole like social distancing thing Mm. but I had like heard stuff and I was like okay like I should be washing my hands and being more careful and stuff and um and uh yeah and then I I like shook this dude's hand and I was kind of like oh like should I have done you know (laughs) but then I was like well I'm trying to be nice but then I was like Oh, like you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. do I want to be rude? And like, this dude like put out his hand, and am I just like, nope? Like, <laughs> you know? But yeah. I mean, now I think everybody's on the same page, and now I would be more inclined to just be like, yo, I'm not trying to be rude, but <laughs> totally. But yeah, it's funny. There's kind of like a little back and forth between like <laughs> trying to be polite and then trying to like do what what you should be doing. So yeah, I haven't really like been outside like running or anything, but. Mm-hmm. Um, a few of my friends like kind of hit me up like to tattoo them like before everything was really crazy. And I think that mm. they were like wanting to like get in before, or, like when they yeah. said like, Oh, we're going to have to lock down. And I was just like, they like would be like, Oh, this is so cool. Like something that I would post. And I'd be like, yeah, like I'll hit you afterward after the lockdown or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cause I was just like, I'm not going to like risk it, but like, so sure. I was like trying to find a way to be nice and just be like, yo, I don't want to be rude and just be like, nah, but I also just am like, nah, right now, dude. <laughs> totally. Totally. But yeah, luckily we have like a little, we have like a small, like little backyard kind of area we can go out and like, Oh, cool, man. See the sun. But yeah, I don't know. Part of me though is kind of, I haven't even gone into that. I don't know if maybe I'm just like fully embracing the, <laughs> the lockdown, but I've just been like, I am like staying inside. Like I like, but like you said, I feel like maybe for like a lot of musicians or like artists or something like that's kind of like not too dissimilar from what you're doing anyways, you know, like, I don't know, like your experience, but I know like we used to, uh, I used, when I was living in Boston, we would record at this place and you could rent this studio for like 12 or 24 hour lockdowns. You oh, know? Nice. So you would go yeah. in there and be like a little cheaper rate and you do 12 hours of recording. So yeah. Kind of just like feels like that a little bit. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? Is that do you feel like it was an easy, somewhat easy transition? Um, I think for me, it's not so much about the time spent alone. Uh, it's more about like I'm. I get nervous about the state of the world, yeah, <laughs> like our society, sure. and like. I probably shouldn't be thinking about stuff like this, but I think about like, okay, well, like what happens when the next plague hits? Like how bad is that going to be? Or like living in California, it's like, all right, well, what if we have this plague and then the earthquake hits and we're like doubled down on disaster or something? Yeah. So I like, 
for me, that has been the biggest like wear on me, I guess. Cause socially, like, well, doing this podcast one has been like a really great way to just to have conversations with people and like yeah, hang totally. out and get that social interaction. Um, but then also, I don't know, like if I go to the grocery store and I have like a 30 second conversation with the grocery clerk, like that kind of, like I'm, I'm good for a couple days. Like, yeah. you know, that's all right. What do you feel um, like you're most freaked out about? Like, like what is the aspect or like the thing that's got you like most freaked out? Well, it's just, it's like if there was a, if there was a plague that exists, like a new virus that was yeah. just as contagious as Corona, but had like a 60% fatality rate or something like something astronomic. Yeah. Um, like I think that people's reaction to that would be so much crazier that like society would like actually break down and it would be like Mad Max in Los Angeles. Yeah, I used to, well, I was, okay, so for, I was definitely freaked out about that for sure. And like just economic. Yeah. Like collapse. I, although I did read one thing that was saying that somebody did a study and they were saying that in times of like hardship that people actually data shows that people actually act the opposite way. Like they mm. use like nine eleven as an example and kind of show that people came together and were more helpful than kind of like the reverse, like kind of like what we see, like what you would think in like a movie, like, you know, like Mad Max or something. Yeah. So that made me feel a little bit better, but I think it's, it's going to be such a weird thing, like just for the economy. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. That's what I think is like something that I don't know, like that will, will be affecting us for like a long time. You know what I mean? After this decades, maybe. Yeah. Which is, I, I don't know. I can't even like fathom like what that will look like or I don't know. Cause it's literally every industry, man. Like yeah. everything is shut down except for first responders, grocery stores, hospitals, yeah. and hardware stores. Yeah. And it's not even like, it's just, it's crazy. It's like, I'm sure that some people are like, well, you know, like you should plan better or like there's backup and this and that, but I don't know. I don't know if any amount of extra planning would prepare you for like a full, like across the board, like every industry being hit so intensely that's the thing man is that literally no one saw this coming so it's like how it's not how are you supposed to plan for something like this like realistically it's like i mean yeah like i feel like maybe on a person by person like yeah you know you can have savings and this and that but like totally some huge thing like having a storefront or something you know like what do you do for having nobody come in for like, I don't know. Uh, uh, well, now it's been what, like two weeks, two or three weeks now, mm. but they're saying that what, it's going to be like at least two months or something. Dude. I, or I don't know. Least, maybe longer. Man, I have, n- I have no idea. Like, how do you, I don't know. Or yeah. Like stuff that's relying a hundred percent on like person to person. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm as an artist, like you can sell merch and stuff like that. But like if you're a touring musician or 
hired to be in a band or something like it's just i don't know it's crazy i that's why i would hope that maybe after this like there can be some sort of change or maybe like more compassion towards like stuff like that like um I don't know, I read this thing, I totally like shouldn't be reading this, but somebody posted this thing where <laughs> somebody was posting something about like a Grammy like relief fund or some something for musicians. Someone was like, hey, like here's a resource if you're a musician who's been like laid off. And a lot of the comments were like really mean and were like, oh, like don't give these people any more money or whatever. And they were really negative and people were like, and I think maybe people were kind of thinking like I've only I guess celebrity musicians or something or kind of have this stereotype of like every musician like being really rich or like looking at like the model of a celebrity but I I don't know it just kind of like got me a little bit down because I'm just like there's a lot of people that aren't in that position that are making a living similar to like a teacher or a nurse or whatever you know like people like who teach lessons or people who are touring musicians or people who do sound for a club there's like so many different levels and so i'd hope that maybe after this like people would have like more compassion or maybe there can be like a i don't know like i said some alternative or some backup relief or something i don't know yeah man the internet is a wild place to be reading comments yeah i shouldn't have been reading in the first place but everyone's on their phone for like eight hours so it's like you know what yeah you're but good. I don't know what do you, like what do you think like do you feel like like do you think that I don't want to like sound too like oh you know, you're like, good man. Gu- guru or whatever but do you think there'll be like some sort of like shift or like some sort of like different maybe like a, a I, different attitude I I hope so man I think I think at a base level people will appreciate being able to go to the grocery store whenever they want being able to go see a movie whenever they want being able to go outside whenever they want. Um, I think that people will appreciate that more. Um, but in terms of like the arts and stuff, I don't, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I, I have no idea, but I hope so. I hope yeah. so. I'm, I'm trying for myself to like come out of this a better person that I went into it. Um, yeah. But even myself, it's only been two weeks and I've already like, I've already like flip flop back and forth between different goals that I had. So like originally when the quarantine first started, I was like sick, like every night I'm going to go to bed at 11 PM and I'm going to wake up at 7 AM and have this like really strict like sleep schedule. And like, I already like broke that like a couple nights ago. So now I'm like trying to get back into it and like trying to like not like overeat and shit. Cause I'm just like sitting here all day, like, with cravings or i'll get drunk or like whatever and um so uh but i think i think my general trend during this quarantine has been upward which is you know like all that i can ask for like i'm never going to be perfect so my hope is that people's general trend will also be upward i mean i would never hope for like a utopia where everyone is the perfect amount of like kind or the perfect has has like the perfect amount of compassion for all people i'm like a little skeptical that that's possible but um i i do hope that in general yeah people will come out of this better than they went into it yeah i think it's just interesting to think of like having a huge like 
like across the board, like societal trauma event or something, or I think about yeah. like, just like a lot of things that, I mean, like we've had stuff like in our lifetime, you know, nine 11 or, um, yeah. uh, you know, the whole like mass shooting yeah. thing. And like, we've had definitely had stuff, you know, like war and, and stuff, but I kind of think about something like, I kind of am thinking about the similarities to like, talking to like someone like my grandma like living through like the great depression or something and kind of like mm. how there's certain things that she kind of like always um that informed like some of her opinions and like beliefs like for the rest of her life you know what i mean like mm. she always thought that um like social welfare programs were really important because she's like at a time like that like we had to have it you know what i mean like you had people yeah. like getting food from uh whatever i don't i know the exact details but like whatever program and that's like the only thing that got them through that or like so you know that kind of like she i think did come out of that kind of being feeling kind and uh um i guess feeling like um could re like relate to people in a difficult situation you know what i mean yeah like so she always i think was able to relate to other people and and from their position you know what i mean or their like yeah. point of view and uh yeah just like her uh, her like, political leanings and just whatever after that like that kind of like informed like the whole rest of her life so i'm wondering like maybe after this like our generation or just people in general well that'll be a thing when we're 40 will be voting based on policies like social welfare or like so you know what i mean something like that yeah, because man. of this you know yeah, um, man. so like that'll be interesting to think about you know yeah this will definitely be like a before and after kind of event where yeah. things will things will be different and whether this is like the first plague or like the only plague that we experience in our lifetime, like we'll always, we'll always remember this as a, as a significant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not to sound like so doom and gloom, but then I'm also nervous. They're saying like, you know, you flatten it and then there's the possibility that it comes back. Well, like, that's, that's the thing, yeah. man. That's <laughs> the thing. Be like apocalyptic again, but no dude, like that's exactly where my head's at. And you know, I think it's important not to live in that place all day long, but like at the same time, just having a conversation with someone and just being able to agree, like, like, Hey, like we both, we both see this, right? <laughs> okay, cool. Right. All right. Just, just making sure I'm not the only one seeing this. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's like, um, let's say that every single person in Los Angeles had a perfect quarantine for three weeks Yeah. and all of the food was delivered to doorsteps and everything was this perfect quarantine. Three weeks later, the whole city of Los Angeles were like, we're good. We had a perfect quarantine. But then at that point, like who's to keep it from coming in from like Iowa or like oh, any yeah, like sure. anywhere else, you know? So it's like, I think, and I am not a scientist, so I, <laughs> I have no room to say this, but my personal opinion is I think that we're going to have like Corona waves, like ups yeah. and downs until they come out with a vaccine, which they're yeah. saying 18 months from now. Right. Yeah. I was talking to my friend too, who is interesting. He was like, works for 
like a tech company and I was like kind of we were just talking one day and he was saying like there's there's such a long waiting time for doing things like with technology in the medical field Mm. like they're saying like with the testing because of the liability and if you're doing like human testing like clinical tests or whatever you know they got to wait this amount of time to know that it's not doesn't have like these side effects and stuff so yeah i don't know that's freaky i don't know like i don't i mean i don't think that they could i think people would go a little nuts if they quarantined everybody for 18 months but who knows you know like it could i don't know and like you're saying yeah like i'm sure that with uh smaller like population centers like everybody is traveling a lot of people i'm sure are traveling home i even thought about it you know just to be with my family you know what i mean getting out of Los Angeles, but that's like another thing where you're have the possibility of spreading it all along the way. And I don't know, man, <laughs> I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to do that thing of like not being ignorant, uh, but then not being too doom and gloom. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't, I don't think we're going to have to quarantine for 18 months. If I can, if I can just continue bullshitting and like, <laughs> Just giving my like what I think is going to happen, which means nothing to anyone. But um, I think that uh, like this quarantine will last until, I don't know, like through May, maybe something like that. Yeah. And then for the rest of the 18 months, it's going to be like, just like kind of live at your own risk kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like like businesses will open back up, but everyone's gonna be crazy about the Lysol and stuff. And then like like Staples Center probably won't open for another yeah. like year and a half or something. Yeah. Um. But like maybe the bootleg could like have some shows in August or September. And yeah, I think like people. Well, one, it's hard to tell people what to do for a long time. So people eventually are just going to be like, "Ah, I have to go outside. So there's that. And then, yeah, maybe like people being just really careful after, uh, after we get out or whatever. Um, And, and just like the simple fact of like, I don't know, people have to make money, you know, like totally, totally. Like I think about like, you know, like eventually like, you can't sell paintings forever. Like you got to yeah. tattoo somebody <laughs> or like, you yeah. gotta like, like, um, uh, you gotta, you know what I mean? Whatever your profession is like, you got to totally. do something. So, but I think, but then it's hard because it's like, I would never want to, that's what I'm saying that about something needing to change because there needs to be some situation where it's not like you have to go back to work, to, uh, and endanger people during like a, health crisis um because you need money you know that's kind of like the back and forth is like well people have to work to make money and survive yeah um but you know what i mean but we're in this we're in this system where it's like the working to survive is more important than or it's hard for the system to take like everybody not working for two weeks you know what i mean totally we're in this sort of like you know in this living in this capitalist world where it's it's more feasible or for people to go back to work early and put themselves in danger than to just like stop the whole mm. whole like 
production line or like cause and effect line, which I don't really know what the answer is to that either. It's fucking crazy, dude. I heard kind of through osmosis that it was like some some official in Texas was saying that, you know, that, that like some, some old people are going to have to die. Like, <laughs> right. We just, just got to get this going again. It's like, and dude, I'm like, that sounds crazy. I don't, I don't know if that's the answer. <laughs> right. And I'm like, no. And it's especially cause that's such an abstract thing. Like it sounds good. Well, it doesn't sound good. I, it doesn't sound good to me, but maybe to somebody. Sure. Yeah. It, it would sound good but it doesn't sound good when it's somebody in your family or somebody, you know, personally and totally all bets are off. So I, that's just, yeah, I think that is a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, man. It, well, this, yeah, we, we will see. I mean, these are unprecedented times. The one thing is that like the entire earth is going through this right now. Yeah. And it's a very like, you know, this isn't like a, this isn't like a terrorist attack where there's a there's a face to the enemy. It's like mm-hmm. there's this this faceless enemy, this force this force of nature that is like ripping through yeah. the entire earth. So there's a bit of maybe like a bit of solidarity that we can all have yeah. with each other, which is nice. And also it's like, you know, economically and financially like a lot of our friends like everyone we know is getting is getting it there's no one making money on this basically um so on the one hand it's a tragedy but on the other hand it's like we're all kind of in the same boat yeah kind of softens the blow maybe i don't know yeah for sure i think you know a lot of people are doing stuff that's everybody's a lot of my a lot of people are doing stuff to help and going out of their way and so that's that's for sure that's like the silver lining there's something i was going to say that i was going to bring up um oh what was it it was something you were just talking about um oh yeah you were saying like oh there's no face it's not like a terrorist attack or something yeah 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 it's crazy i saw something where somebody was like um some it was there's a few things somebody was like doing some stupid thing for like instagram or something where they were like licking like some thing out of store just for some like a few prank or whatever like super stupid but anyways they got charged with like terrorism like biological like terrorism and stuff and then i saw somebody who like had who had their business open and they were charged with like attempted murder or something like because they they were infected or something so it's crazy to see like <laughs> you kind of is like a terror like kind of like bio terrorist if you do that stuff that's how they that's how like the authorities would look at it or something you know so like that that's is crazy crazy right yeah that's not good but i mean i mean it's good that they're taking it seriously i mean at least like totally I mean, I I don't know. I don't know the the details of the whole thing, Um, but uh, yeah, people need to stay inside. (laughs) Not to make this the the Corona Pat uh, cast, but dude, it's what it is. It's what's it's what's going (laughs) on right now. Yeah, yeah, we're just just hanging out and talking. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I I agree, man. I don't know. It's like on the one hand, I agree, but on the other hand, I go out and run every day. 
but I, I do keep my distance when I'm running. So I think yeah, that I think that's hopefully is than cool. like licking a rack at Walmart. That's totally. just being reckless totally. and being an asshole. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you're not. But gonna... no, I, I know what you mean though. It's like how you got to do something. You know what I mean? Yeah, like there's no there's no scenario where there's zero risk. Like the right. like the scenario where there's zero risk is one in which like I pay somebody to go to the grocery store for me and then yeah. I, I stay inside and it's and like then you you take everything out of the bag and you throw away all the bags that they had and you wipe yeah. down like your door handle and you like yeah yeah and it's like I'm not I'm not going that far yeah so it's like all of us are maintaining like a certain element of risk but then like one thing that I'm not doing is like so my parents live in Simi which is like totally driving distance like 40 minutes away yeah but I like I just don't feel comfortable like seeing them yet. Cause like if I, yeah. if for some reason I had it, like I would, I would hate to give it to them. Yeah. I think like that's, I think a lot of my friends have thought about going home or, yeah. well, you know, but that's the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, depending on where your family is, you're driving and then possibly stopping here and there. And then, you wouldn't want to be the one to like bring it home to your parents who are older and like more at risk and totally. So yeah, that's kind of the heartbreaking thing. And like a lot of, and like if you get sick, then you have to, obviously if you're in the hospital, something you're can't have people coming in and out. And so, but yeah, I, I hear you for sure. But yeah, man. I'm uh I'm I'm curious how has this whole thing like affected your creativity? Like are you still feeling like creative and motivated or Yeah, I think it comes and goes. I think it's hard. It's like on the one hand you're like I need to take this opportunity to like be really rigid. And that works sometimes, but then other times like doesn't work. So I'm trying mm. to just like not get too down on myself when it doesn't work, you know, like trying yeah. to um cuz it's like you know, you can try to be uh, really like rigid or whatever, but it's also like, well, you also have this other huge like stressor. So it's like, I'm trying to be like, oh, I need to like be healthy and like be active, like try to like do some sort of physical, physical activity in my house or something. But then there are days where I'm like, I'm stressed out. So I'm going to like eat something bad for me to cope or like that's for me, like I'm totally. an emotional eater. So Same. I'm trying to just be like, well, it makes sense, you know, don't feel like you can never do it, you know? So, and I'm like really like try to, and probably like too harsh on myself. So I'm trying to like give it some leeway, mm. but so yeah, there's definitely days where I'm like, I need to be structured. Then there's days where I'm like sleeping in really late. But I think for me, what I think has kind of helped is I think like just being somebody who's doing who has like an artistic career like your time is the most important thing right and a lot Mm -hmm. of times you have like a little bit of time here and there you know like between working or like uh, Mm -hmm. it's not always like a nine to five monday through friday thing for some people it is but for a lot of people maybe like musicians and stuff you have shows at night or you know Mm -hmm. it's not on that type of schedule so i think the one thing that is kind of helpful that maybe people can I don't know, maybe take this and have it help them is like to, you have all this time. So for me, I'm more in the zone of like, I'm able to like finish something like beginning to end, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? 
versus yeah. like other times where I'm like, oh, you know, I have an hour here, so I'm gonna like do this one part of this thing that I'm working on, or like, yeah, you know, now I'm kind of like, well, let me just like, you know, focus. I'm, you know, your attention can be focused on one thing all the way through. So like for me, like I was working on um, editing some stuff for this album, and I was Hell able yeah. to like, you know, I was like, okay, I'm gonna like. I was like editing some video stuff and I was like, I'm going to like finish this. I'm going to like, it's exporting. I'm going to like wait till I'm not going to do anything while it's exporting. Like I'm going to check it after that. And I'm going to like, if I need to change it, I'm going to go back like right now. Like I'm trying to like be like finish something from beginning to end and like all the like demos and stuff or like stuff I'm trying to record for other stuff to put out. You know, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to stick to that, you know, not, not be so like, oh, I have to like get up at this time and go to sleep at this time. And then from mm. this hour to this hour, like I'm doing this. Um, I'm definitely like trying to do that, but, um, but less so like on that and more so just like trying to finish. I think like I was, I was like reading something that was saying like, I don't know, it's probably some like motivational post or some like, yeah, little yeah. Thing. and they were just saying like, yeah, like that's, that's the biggest thing is like, even if something, even if you're working on something and it's not like coming out, great or it's like it's better to like finish it all the way through and then like have that feeling than to have a bunch of like stuff that you finish halfway because i think there's something to be said for like especially with music like you know i have myself included in this category but i have like friends who are like i'm gonna put out this thing and like they're working on it for forever like trying to make it really really perfect and then by the time that they want to put it out they don't like it for some other reason or so, you know what totally. I mean? So it's like, I know that it's the, the balance between like trying to make something perfect and then also as good as it can be and like finished. Cause it's like, you could work on stuff for forever, you know? Yeah, man. And sometimes like working on it, sometimes you're overworking it, you know? Yeah. So I think like trying to have that like beginning to end mentality is something that, like doing a little a little bit every day so like Mm. you know practice like or like you know like or like you would for anything you know like train you know like a little bit every day and then also like beginning to end (laughs) yeah man i don't know what do you think like for you like what what does it look like like what do you has your like process or your mindset like changed or anything because or like oh like this is how i'm gonna do it now yeah, a little bit. I I do have to go pee really quick. Yeah, yeah. Go for I'm it. gonna do that. Yeah, I'll be right back, and then okay, I'll answer cool. that question. <laughs> yeah. Cool.
Ooh. Also, I feel so bad. Has my like chair been creaking? Because sometimes I notice when I move it, like makes a little sound. Oh, I haven't heard it. And okay, if cool. I and if I have heard it, it's uh, it's it's just the kind of ambiance that we needed. <laughs> cool. It's just yeah. the right little pinch. Yeah, totally. It's exactly um, what we needed. But um, yeah, what we're saying. Oh yeah, like how's your like mindset, or like your approach, like changed or developed. One thing that has changed is uh, my like literal like the 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 literal things that I'm working on are a bit different in that like um, I was gonna do this Kickstarter in April to like mm-hmm. fund for like a re-recording of this record that I that I put out in January, mm-hmm. and now with this like doing a Kickstarter does not feel appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So um, I'm like just I'm I'm literally working on like different music now. Yeah. Um, so that is a sh- that is a shift. Another big shift for me, and I'm I'm curious to talk to more of my friends about sleep because I I wonder if I'm not the only one experiencing this. But like I'm sleeping like a lot more right now. Um, yeah. And so before, like in in regular pre-corona life, I'd like six or seven hours every night i could totally get away with it felt fine felt great Mm -hmm. um but recently it's been like nine hours 10 hours 11 hours almost like every night and uh that's weird i wonder if it has anything to do with the stress yeah for sure i think like but at the same time like there's some stuff that i'm noticing that like me and my friends are doing that's like it's almost kind of good like it's you know what i mean like it's kind of you kind of have to catch up you know for so mm. many so much time of like not sleeping enough you know i think like just in general like people are probably like that's the biggest thing that a lot of people are missing out on you know like myself yeah. included just in like day-to-day life and so yeah. it's also crazy that it's like same thing going back to that like we're in like this whole system where like you have to not sleep and like you have you know what i mean like Mm. the whole especially the whole like you know like hustle like oh like i'm like the netflix netflix ceo sleeps two hours a night and like has a billion dollar company or like whatever you know like yeah or like this person sleeps like four hours you know it's like we're in this like system that's like telling us like don't like you know what i mean like the same thing like you like have six hours of sleep but then i feel like that's not good for you (laughs) yeah it may (laughs) not be it totally like, may not be but i'm the same way i'm like oh i'm gonna go to bed at like 12 and i'm gonna get up at six so i can like get mm. up in the morning and do this and this and like just during totally. regular times not now but so i can do this and this and then i have to yeah. work and then i have time i want to have time after that to do this project and yeah so it's like a lot of things that we're able to do now is like just stuff that we should be able to do regularly you know <laughs> I mean? have time to like go for a walk and i think some of my friends are kind of experiencing like now I have the time to like do these things that I needed to be doing, you know, like not just yeah. like fun projects, but also just like being able to sleep enough and like get up and mm. work out or be active or be at home where you can be somewhat in control of your what you're eating. I know now it's like with, you know, grocery stores and stuff, it's there's some stuff that's not available, but like just mm. versus like being at a job, I've definitely had jobs where like, you know, you have the 30 minute lunch break. So like, I'm going to go to McDonald's and I'm, or like, I'm going to go to eat something that's unhealthy or 
not be able to like drink enough water during the day, stuff like that. So that's not, not a bad thing to be able to do, you know, now. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should, uh, not be like for some reason like i feel really bad about sleeping like nine or ten hours mm-hmm. like in a night and yeah. like consistently like you feel um, bad like in your body or like you just like feel guilty about it feel guilty yeah but see yeah. that's what i'm saying that's like a that's a propaganda put into your brain <laughs> yeah man that like could, there's nothing that good or bad well right like there's nothing good or bad about sleeping right i mean if yeah. it makes you feel bad and like is but right yeah. but like you're not I don't know. Like, I think like we have this, I think like me, it's for sure right now. It's like productivity is good. And if I'm not Mm. working, it's bad. And I feel guilty about it. Do you feel Mm. kind of that way? hundred percent. Yeah. But like, why, where does that come from? Well, I think that there is an element of like, when I get the shit done that I know that I need to do like music stuff, or like work stuff, then like I do feel better. And there is, there is like something gratifying about completing that work that I think is important. For sure. Um, But yeah, like the hustle for the sake of hustle or like the, the glamor of hustling or like being able to say like how, how little you sleep or something as if that's like kind of like a macho intense thing. Yeah. um, Probably isn't, isn't a good message yeah for sure i think just like yeah i mean yeah working on stuff is for sure gives you that feeling but just finding a way to do that without it being like at the expense of yeah something else like i know there's definitely been stuff like when i was trying to do something like you're trying to make something work and i had like a job where i was working like 10 11 12 hours a day but just like killing my body and my just my my I don't know just you know what I mean just like killing myself over this thing and it's like nothing should like take put all that other stuff like at risk or be at the expense of you like going nuts you know (laughs) dude yeah I totally agree everything in moderation dude I'm uh if it's cool if I just totally like change course here I'm really interested to hear uh, like a lot about like your story with doing tattoos. I yeah. have I have two of your tattoos. So you're yeah. you're you're in my body forever, <laughs> which I love. But um I don't know, like uh I I'm not like super close to a ton of tattoo artists, so I don't know what that what that story is like, like how if it was like nerve wracking to make that transition from like yeah. practicing to like putting that shit on people just like uh, kind of curious to hear about all of it yeah for sure so yeah it was always something that I was interested in like I from when I was really little my mom always put me in art classes and stuff so I cool I don't remember the exact timeline but I feel like maybe I got exposed to art even like before music or was like doing drawing classes or something before I was like doing music stuff Mm. I don't know but from really young age my mom always was like kind of exposing me to that stuff and would like take me to museums and stuff and had like art around the house and stuff. So she definitely like turned me on to all that stuff. And I was like, yo, this is cool, you know? So I always like did that and I always was, was drawing or whatever, but yeah, I guess the decision to tattoo was like, 
I was always super interested in tattooing. Like even when I was like really little, like I think I was like 12 or 13. And I was like, asked my mom if she would like, let me go get a tattoo or something. And of course she was like, no, (laughs) with good reason. But um, yeah, so like I was always interested in it and I was always like getting tattooed and stuff. And then I just like had somebody, I just like had friends that tattooed or like artists that I would get tattooed by multiple times. And I was just like, man, like this is really cool. I would like love to do this. And I would love to like, I also had like a some whatever retail job where I was just like really not feeling it and yeah. not getting paid and like just being like I'm not I'm just like wasting my time I'm not mm. making good money and I'm wasting my life away doing this thing that I don't like yeah and um so um where is it? oh yeah so then I was just asking my artist friends like how did you do this trying to like soak up knowledge like how to do it all Mm. and then i and they're like gave me kind of the ropes on how to start and the main thing they were like was you know draw like start getting your portfolio so Mm. i had like moved back home with my parents for a minute before i moved back to la and i was just like spending all that time like trying to like draw and like get a portfolio because when i came out here i wanted to try to get an apprenticeship And it was tough. Like I was saying that thing that where I was working like 10, 12 hours a day. Um, Oh, fire truck. Oh, you're chilling. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I was like trying to get this apprenticeship and I was like killing myself, like working like 10, 12 hours a day. And it wasn't really helping me with actually tattooing anyways. And it just wasn't really the right Mm thing um, for me to be doing. And then I, yeah, found another place um, that I was doing an apprenticeship at and it was, it was more, I was getting closer to what I was getting closer to like actually tattooing. And then that's where I actually like started tattooing. And so, yeah, for me, like I was just, I think I always was drawing and doing art and then didn't know like what, where to put it or how to do it. You know, like I had like drawn designs for like my music stuff or like my, merch or whatever but i wasn't like making fine art like paintings or doing like gallery displays of my artwork or doing like graphic design or whatever anyway it just like seemed to make the most sense and like aligned with like most of my interests and i was also like if i can do this for money that's even better you know Mm. so and at least be able to like uh not have to do this other thing all the time that i don't like even if i can just do it part-time so the main thing was just drawing like when I was like actually starting to tattoo it was like in a shop under the guidance of the artists and stuff there so mm-hmm. that made it a little bit easier but I mean it is nerve-wracking for sure <laughs> and you know times where you feel like you know you lay up and wait lay awake in bed at night like staring at the ceiling like oh, I should mm-hmm. have done this different mm-hmm. um, but it's yeah it's one of those things where it's like I'm super like particular so it's funny that i would pick something with that's like there forever and it's like the first (laughs) try kind of thing so but i kind of have to get over that it's kind of good though it's kind of helped me like in my music stuff to just be like okay Mm. it doesn't have to be so like perfect you know it's like every tattoo like i'll get tattoos from people who've been tattooing for forever and it's like it's not that it's not perfect it's just that like it's a tattoo you know what i mean like Mm. it looks there's elements to it that certain parts get faded before 
Mm. Like certain, you know what I mean? It's just, that's just what it is. You know, it's not a sticker and it's like moving with your body. And like now I have come to really appreciate that. I think that's really cool, you know? Mm. And, but yeah, it was really nerve wracking. <laughs> if that's what you're asking. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Beginning. I can only imagine. Was, were you like starting with your friends or was it starting at the apprenticeship? Yeah. Like I think, let's see. I definitely like did some stick and pokes and stuff on like yeah. friends, like when I was in Texas and like beforehand. Yeah. Um, but my goal was to do machine, like do machine tattoos. Like I know some people who mm. their whole practice is stick and poke, which is cool. But my goal was to do uh, with machines. And I talked to like one of my, this was someone that I got tattooed by multiple times and she was really helpful. And she was like, don't, you should wait to tattoo with a machine because you're going to like pick up bad habits. So you should wait if you can get an apprenticeship, you know what I mean? Mm. So that you have guidance, you know? Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So when I was at that shop, like at the beginning, like you're just, you're not tattooing, you're just like watching people, mm. you're like cleaning up, you're doing the front desk work, like yeah, not actually tattooing, but you know, you're in the shop mm. and then, um, um, but yeah, then I started out with like, they're like, you can tattoo people, but yeah, like you're friends and it's, mm. you're doing that for a minute before you're doing like random walk-ins and stuff. Totally. For sure. Um, but um, yeah, tattooing friends or myself or yeah, that was pretty much how to <laughs> picking easy enough stuff and hopefully it's my homie. So if I mess up there, <laughs> they don't pay me for forever or stuff that's easy enough to fix, you know, that's like a big thing. It's like most like you're not never going to make a mistake, but like, you know, you have the artistic mindset and you can fix it or like, mm. you know, there's things you can do. It's like, it's, you know, similar to recording, you know what I mean? Like, mm. Yeah, you record, you might record five takes, but then like when you go to comp it like and put them together, like sometimes like every take on this one word, you make this weird little noise, you know? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, just like starting on friends that were kind enough to let me <laughs> do it. Dope, man. Yeah, it seems like there's a, uh, I mean, this this is coming from someone who does not know a lot about tattoos and tattoo culture, but it, it definitely seems like the the traditional style of the tattoo artwork like um, lends itself more to the practical like art form, like a, like drawing yeah. something that's a little more cartoony is like more forgiving of like maybe maybe the circle isn't perfect but it's not supposed to be perfect yeah yeah like i think that like aesthetic and like of course now there's like all sorts of different aesthetics and like sort of practices and ways to do it but yeah like so a lot of the stuff i was like reading like just like on the history of it and stuff you know like the way that they uh used to do stencils like it would be like with an acetate where you put stuff on this like film and then you'd be transferring it. And of course, it's like way back in the day, they don't have all the like crazy stuff we have now, like the crazy like stencil stuff that keeps the stencil on there and stuff. So one of the things that I read is like the artists, like when they're designing the stuff, they're, they're designing it. So they're like, even if I rub the whole stencil off, I can still pretty much draw this from memory. You know what mm, I mean? Or like, yeah. like, like, you know, there's um, opportunities for like shading here and there in case you need to like do this or like, yeah, mm. doing designs that 
have a shape that is like like an organic shape that lends itself to be able to fix here and there you know like Mm -hmm. that's from like a historical standpoint you know they kind of like drew those designs with that like in mind you know and now it's obviously it's like grown and evolved and there's also some people some people like that's all they do is like perfect square geometric <laughs> tattoos on you, you know? Um, and so like, that's their whole thing. But um, yeah, I think it helps for the medium, but also for me, I'm also just attracted and drawn to that look in general. I just think it's a cool thing. And I think it looks, it translates to being a tattoo really well. And that's like, regardless of like the, how perfect or not, it has to be like, I still am always drawn to that and find myself doing that too. Like, Oh, like this curve has to be the perfect, (laughs) like this claw needs to be a certain way or like whatever. So there's still perfection within it, but also, yeah, there's, you find like little ways to fix stuff or have room for this and that, you know? Yeah, man. No. Yeah. I definitely think that your style is like an expression of you and your personality, the whole like, I mean, if 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 it doesn't make you too uncomfortable for me to put these things into no, no, language no and terms, yeah. but like I feel like it's like your style is like the merging of like a traditional kind of a thing with like a doodle kind of a yeah. thing, and uh, I love it, man. I think it's dope. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, that's and it, yeah, kind of the way I was drawing before wasn't too far off mm. to bringing it into doing the tattoo thing but nice yeah i mean it's definitely something that i kind of was like got into and then i halfway through i was like oh man i didn't know what i was getting into <laughs> like you know what i mean like oh like kind of like felt like i was like jumping off a cliff like halfway through and then like halfway through i'm like realizing like my parachute's not opening <laughs> i'm like oh, what damn. did i get like not not in a bad way but just mm-hmm. like you know just like seeing how it really is and then like actually doing it and like being nervous and like just learning all the like ins and outs not i mean i'm still learning and trying to figure stuff out but you know what i mean it's kind of like totally shit what am i getting myself into (laughs) um but yeah cool did you uh did you do the one apprenticeship or was that like a multiple shop kind of a thing well i started at this one shop and um and it didn't really like work out so sure that's the reason why I went to that other shop was cause like, it's just, yeah, there's just a lot of reasons why it wasn't, wasn't the right thing to do at the first one. Sure. And then, so the second one I went to, um, I don't know. I'm not sure if it like helped that I was like, well, I started at this shop and I know some stuff, like, I don't mm. know, maybe that made them more willing to take me on, but yeah. for whatever reason, but also too, once I got there, they were kind of like, forget everything you learned and like start at square one you know like Mm. the i don't want to say like the traditional or like uh not stereotypical but like kind of like the the thing that most people do is yeah where you would be like at one shop for Mm. you know under this um whatever mentor this certain person or a couple artists you know for the for the remainder of the whole thing Mm. um so when I went to that second shop, that was kind of like, okay, we're starting from the beginning and this yeah. is going to be like, you know what I mean? Like, this is what that's going to be. Cool. Um, but it's, I mean, stuff is changed. I mean, things, there's a million ways to do it now. And I yeah. talk to artists, tattoo artists that have 
a million different journeys and a million mm-hmm. different ways to get there, you know, like, so it's, it's hard, it's getting harder and harder to say what that looks like now. You know, some people do do the super traditional and strict, like apprenticeship for X amount of time, you know? Yeah. Um, I got tattooed by this guy who's an amazing dude and very well respected. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I started tattooing in my room from when I was 15 and <laughs> just yeah. taught myself, you know what I mean? And he's like amazing, you know? Yeah. Um, so, but I think, I think, I don't know. I think if you can, I think everybody that would agree that having guidance in that is that it's definitely like something that helps you speed up the process and mm. definitely you can avoid some of those pitfalls and mistakes and when those mistakes are permanent i think that's the way to go if you can do it yeah totally man (laughs) like uh you know just like there's some people that i see that are kind of like doing it without that guidance and Mm. uh i think there's some there obviously you know there's some instances where maybe you don't have access to doing that or a shop or an artist Mm. or somebody that can take you on and it is hard to get into the game for sure but i would just like I think if at all possible, that definitely helps your journey and like growth or whatever and getting to where you want to go faster, you know, mm. um, or whatever that's worth, you know, but some people are doing oh, yeah. super DIY. It's so interesting. I think like a lot of tattooers are musicians and vice versa. Mm. And it's interesting to see how those two things come together. I was talking to a buddy of mine, and in New York, and that's he's like, yeah, I, he basically started a DIY. Like he's like, I rented like a little studio, and mm-hmm. I just did it, you know. And he said, yeah. there's like a whole little like DIY community of like these tattooers that you know you like trade tattoos and mm. guests at each other's like little smaller shops or like maybe private place, you know. Mm. And it's kind of like similar to, you know, being a DIY musician or whatever, you know. Kind yeah, has that same like ethos, you know. So. Yeah it's interesting to see that um, kind of be a thing. But then at the same time, I'm just like, I don't know, dude, I feel like people have been tattooing since the beginning of time. And hmm. it's always been something people have been doing DIY, you know? <laughs> ah, yeah, you know exactly. I mean? So the idea of like that apprenticeship or like having a mentor is relatively like recent, you know, yeah. even in history, like probably started, I don't maybe I might timeline wrong, but I feel like I was reading some of the bad, like models didn't even start till like the 1900s, you know? So oh, wow. like the first dude to do it, he was just figuring it out, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. So it's like, there's like a million different ways to do it, you know? Yeah. Although I will say that having the mentor, I think the most important thing that I would urge or that why I think it's important is the cleanliness factor mm-hmm. and the sanitation. There's stuff that there's, you have no way of knowing unless you can, kind of have someone put you on game you know in terms yeah. of like doing it the sterile way which is important you know but yeah man the other stuff i don't know if you can get people that'll let you do it on them and they're not bummed when you fuck it up <laughs> <laughs> you know i guess i guess that's your more power to you you know but yeah it's yeah. definitely oh. been a crazy journey that's wild yeah um for you well no i maybe maybe not ask that question it might incite some anxiety no No, i was just gonna ask you like how are you thinking about the future because like you gave me a tattoo at your place which was super cool like i loved it i thought it was like homey and it was like just a very 
positive casual experience and then yeah. i also got that like uh i mean both my tattoos are very casual but the other kind of casual situation at the shop so i kind of had like yeah. both experiences yeah for sure. um so no yeah th- this is cool i was i didn't want to ask it because with all this corona shit it's like everything's up in the air so no one yeah. really knows what's going on yeah but yeah. let's say that society picks back up and resumes <laughs> like it was are you interested in doing like a like a solo kind of a thing or could you see yourself like at a shop again in the future um i don't know i guess it just depends like i've been in different situations i've done like from being in a shop to being in like a private studio you know yeah and um and uh you know i have um i i even went one time whenever i went back home to visit my parents for christmas i like tattooed at this shop uh, by my parents place which is also a little different experience you know Mm -hmm. like different shop and different artists and you know they do things they have their kind of system and so um yeah i don't know i'm not really sure i think it's kind of it'll be interesting to see i mean i hope this doesn't happen but there's the possibility that some shops might have to close down permanently Mm. you know just losing that income and not able to stay open so i'm i'm interested to see how it how it'll all play out i think like for me I kind of would be maybe interested in finding some way to make it work for more people while also working for me as well. Like I've thought about maybe like after this, like doing some sort of like sliding scale thing. I know like a lot Mm. of different businesses will kind of like do that, you know, like, Mm. um, like sliding scale, like pricing thing or something, you know what I mean? Some, some way that like, I guess my goal would just to be to just make it accessible to, people you know like yeah i wouldn't want everybody to come out of this and then just like nobody wants to get tattooed for like a year (laughs) you know for so like maybe like yeah just doing that and and like um i don't know i mean maybe maybe after this i'll just like want to do my own thing solo forever because i'll just have been in this like hermit mode yeah just won't want to like give that up you know like i I think like it's weird. I think like with, with just with like art stuff and music stuff in general, I'm kind of feeling like when I moved back home, when I wanted to move out to LA and I moved back home, I was like, um, I was living with my parents and kind of isolated a little bit, you know, they live in a little bit less populated place. And like a lot of my friends from back home had moved and didn't live like in the area anymore. And so I kind of like took that time to like be by myself and I got a lot of stuff done and i felt like really creative and worked on a lot of music and like art and stuff so i think like and i'm trying to do the same thing now you know it kind of feels similar similar to that situation so i don't know maybe after this i'll kind of feel like maybe that's like the route is to like try to be as like hermit and self-contained maybe i think like Mm. that's like one thing where i feel like i'm like growing and like what i'm doing with music more is like since you can't hang out with other people or you have to do stuff remotely like i'm trying to figure out more stuff on my own you know like recording or being like you know whereas normally i'd be like have like my friend play this thing for me or whatever trying to just like rely on myself you know more yeah and figure it out so i don't know maybe after this like i'll feel similarly to how i want to do my 
tattoo stuff as well, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure, but, um, yeah, this yeah, whole situation is definitely going to change things. Yeah. I so think we'll like, see. Yeah. It's just so, or I mean like, I don't know who knows, maybe, maybe once it's done, then people will like, it'll be the opposite. Like everybody will want to get tattooed all the time. And like, mm. there'll be a bunch of shops and shops will want to hire people and stuff. And, mm. or like the opportunity to like, do like a, like, have like rent a storefront or like a studio somewhere like on like the street level would be cool or like whatever you know totally. what I mean? like totally I, I don't know or like you know there's been shops too that weren't hiring artists um that maybe will be like you know who knows there's one shop that yeah. i like that's like kind of appointment only you know mm. and um you know maybe they'll want to hire people and i would work there or you know Cool. I don't know. I really can't yeah. say it right now. It'll yeah, be man. interesting to see how it, everything is so crazy because like last year, like leading up to 2020 was so crazy and I made like a million shifts and like a million moves. And so now it's yeah. just like one more thing like pounding me in the head and I'm just like, I don't even know what I'm going to do after this. Fuck dude. Yeah. We're all in that situation, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, that's really what, what do you like? What do you, do you feel like after this, like you'll, be doing anything different or like do you feel like i wonder like with like teaching and stuff like are you are you teaching anything over skype or like video or anything yeah so um for the past two or three years i've been making basically all of my money teaching and then just like playing the shows i want to play uh, kind of for fun and not expecting like too much financial compensation for like playing out. Yeah. And um, it's been cool. So now with Corona, like about 50 to 60% of my students have transferred over to online and then okay. the rest of them are like waiting it out or just yeah. taking a break. Um, and uh, dude, it has been really stressful and like really difficult to yeah. teach these lessons online and like what like what uh what what is what do you think is like causing that like what what's the difficulty that you're running I think, up against i think a lot of it is stuff in my own mind boiling it down to like i had gotten to the point where my teaching situation was so finely tuned Like I basically would drive out to Ventura, which is a crazy drive, but I had to like grip of students out there. For some reason, like the clientele in Ventura is like the ideal like teaching clients. Um, But I drive out to Ventura on Wednesdays and Thursdays and I teach for like eight or nine hours straight, like rarely ever having a break. Yeah. And, um, I just like had this system down where I could, I could show up to the lesson. I had them all keeping track of their stuff in like different books. And then I could like improvise the lesson because I had taught for enough years to like be able to, you know, know what was next or have songs that I was thinking of or be able to pull up a song they wanted to learn and learn it like right on the spot and teach it to them or whatever. Um, but now with the online lesson stuff, it's just like 
I am so restricted as an instructor yeah. as with the delay over the internet, like we can't play at the same time. Right. If they need to like listen to a metronome or something, like they have to play their metronome and then I'm right. over the internet listening to it. And it's like a, it's much more difficult to hear like the nuances of things. And yeah. Um, so it's just, uh, it's, it's really a whole different, I don't know. I, it's not 100% completely different, but my experience has been, it's very different, like teaching online than teaching yeah. in person. Cause I was going to say like, do you feel like that's something like after this, like that's something that you would continue or like, what do you think it would change? Like how you want to work? But from what you're saying, probably not. You're like, no, nah, I'm trying to just go back to the old way I was doing it. Well, I see it as like an opportunity because if I can figure this out, like the online teaching stuff, and if Mm -hmm. I can find things that I really enjoy about it, but also like feel confident about providing a service that I can be proud of, then it would be incredible to like have that as an option because then my market would increase from like people that I could drive to, to like, people like anyone who has an internet connection Um, so it's it's like in my it would benefit me to like figure out the online lessons and figure Mm -hmm. out how to do it really well so right now while I like don't have an option otherwise (laughs) yeah like I'm trying to figure that out and get it down yeah Um, like I wonder if after this then like people will be like I don't know see that as an option and want to do that more or like you know, because, like, yeah, a lot of stuff, uh, I think, like, a lot of people are doing stuff, like, remotely or, like, over video or phone or whatever. So, like, who I think, like, yeah, who knows, maybe after this, then you'll have people that just want to keep doing that or something or, like, but, yeah, I mean, there is, there is, like, specific challenges. It's not doing, like, music is not the most finely tuned to, like, doing it <laughs> not in person where there's, like, a delay and, like, sound quality issues and stuff but I, I mean but then i have friends who i know that do it you know like even before this like we're doing remote stuff so yeah man i have friends that have been doing online lessons who like seem to enjoy it and uh, before this corona stuff i taught one online lesson and it was yeah. like the worst teaching experience oh, no. of, like it was like <laughs> i was subbing for a friend at this music school and yeah. he had this online student and she was like a child actor, like on set somewhere. And um, she was like six years old, like learning guitar. Yeah. And like the fact, the fact that I was a stranger and the fact that she was like on set, like in this other location with this whole, like I didn't, I didn't really know how to like relate to her i guess because it's like a different i don't know why that was such a big deal to me maybe it's not a big deal that she was an actress and on set but it just it felt so foreign to me um and uh like she her attention span you know like a six-year-old like how do you yeah how how do you really (laughs) expect like a six-year-old to sit in front of a computer and respect some stranger like over the internet like yeah it was it was just like a it was a very difficult lesson yeah and um so that kind of confirmed for me that like i just wasn't interested in even trying 
Yeah. Uh, but now with like, you know, how things are, it's, it's what I'm doing to like make a bit of money in the meantime. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe, <laughs> maybe like, it's interesting. Like maybe I wonder if people will be down to like, do like Instagram live concerts after this, like just cause <laughs> it, we'll see, man. Like, uh, who was it that, um, the dropkick murphys like they did their like saint patty's day oh yeah concert online <laughs> and then like uh daniel browns and and kenny they just did that like canceled fest thing on youtube did you oh, see anything right. about that um yeah i was i saw some of it when it was going on that was oh, yeah. going on like the last couple of days right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was at this. So I was staying at this other place to be quarantined, and the Wi-Fi was really bad. So oh, a lot Wi-Fi. of stuff I couldn't watch. Like I could refresh like my Instagram feed sometimes, but I couldn't like stream anything. Oh, so I missed out on that. But since I've been back, it's funny. There's like this one, this one artist that like I've missed a couple of his past shows, and then mm-hmm. I saw something where he's like doing some like um instagram live thing so i was like you know what actually like i can finally show up like i missed the last couple <laughs> ones where they were too late and now i'm like i'm actually here so it's hell yeah but um but yeah it's cool but i mean now that i'm back i will probably watch more but it's also one of those things cool. too where it's kind of like it's cool but sometimes it's the same thing we're talking about like with reading like the social media stuff like mm. sometimes i think it's like um not like a reminder that stuff is like weird and stuff Mm. but um i don't know sometimes like it's i don't know finding that balance between being like i need to like isolate like i'm isolating myself like should i also like isolate my social media and like my news and like Mm. intake you know Mm. so part of me sometimes i'm just like oh man i need to just like not watch like instagram or like social media and stuff i need to like use this time to like take a break like from my brain you know Mm. um i don't know that doesn't really have anything to do with like the things um like people doing concerts and stuff but i don't know you know what i mean like it makes sense man like now's the time to like step away for a sec and feel like you can for a sec i don't know but yeah and it's also like we're stuck all day so like it's like sometimes i'm like just sitting there mindlessly for like hours and then i'm like oh no I'm like <laughs> poisoning my brain even more it's interesting man because it's like i think there's there's two perspectives like the one perspective maybe there's three perspectives but one perspective is that like this is a unique time where we're really able to shut everything off and like you're really not going to be missing out on too much. Like everyone's yeah. posts are relatively the same. Like we're all like, ah, oh, here I am quarantined. Like, okay, you could you yeah. can only see so many of those. But then on the other hand, it's like people are, people are spending more time on their phone. So it, it is possible that like the posts or, or Instagram live or whatever that we do now could be seen by like more people since mm-hmm. there are like more people on their phones. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, both ways are going about it are valid. Uh, yeah. Maybe doing like a, like an every other day thing, like one day, like airplane mode. And then the yeah. next day, Just like having balance, you know, and like not, 
like you know you have all day to like yeah like it, some days you're gonna not do anything but some days it's like good to have structure like just for mm. i think like for me like i don't know like you're saying that you're gonna do that kickstarter thing like mm. how do you feel like that's like changed your what you want to do because i feel like like for me like i was right before like literally like a week before this happened i was like i'm like just finished my album Damn. <laughs> and like all the like videos to go with it yeah. and now i'm kind of torn i'm like do i try to get somebody else to put it out like although i feel like everybody is not gonna they are not gonna want to do that you know what i mean mm. or it's gonna be harder like there's no shows do i like wait like you know what i mean i'm kind of just like what do i do with this thing now like do i wait even longer but like you were saying like well i mean there's more time to like put it out on social media and like make posts and like make stuff and people to see it but also like well nobody can go out to a show you know and like i'm not totally. really like super inclined to like go to the post office every day and mail stuff out and like mm. expose myself to this like place that could possibly be high risk you know with a lot of people in and out so it's like what do you <laughs> i don't know what yeah, do you man. think i think if it's ready you should put it out. I think like 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 you like what you were saying earlier about how like the longer we sit on stuff, like the more reasons we come up with to like not like it. Yeah. I think I think if I was in your position, I would definitely be at risk for that. I think you could definitely like reach out to some labels to see if anyone would want to put it out. Yeah. But you just can't expect any yeah, like is. financial situations yeah like basically like a, the music industry is it, it was already <laughs> hurting i know and now and I'm just like <laughs> yeah there's no way that somebody's gonna want to like funnel more money into this but i mean like for you like what do you like with your like kickstarter thing like how is that like are you just sort of like putting that re-recording thing on hold or are you like well now i have to do it a different way or like has it changed like that part of or are you like, well, I'm just going to record and just like sit on stuff or like, what, what do you feel like is, what do you feel like is appropriate or like, oh, I need to do this. Cause like, I see what you're saying. Like it wouldn't be appropriate to like be asking people for money right now totally. <laughs> for like this project maybe, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. What do you, what do you think? Yeah. What I, what I wanted to do was raise funds to be able to like record it, like re-record the record proper and like yeah. make it sound um like a competitor with like other proper music that's coming out like like that it could be on the same playlist as as something that you know like phoebe bridgers put out or whatever and it would like sound yeah. it sounds like they belong on the same playlist or whatever yeah. and then also to have to fundraise for like press and promotion and shit yeah. um so that is now not something that I'm going to do. So uh, I think I'm just going to like, uh, well, I'm what I, what I am going to do is just continue releasing just self-made music that I'm making by myself in my yeah. bedroom, which is basically the record that I just put out. I just, I made everything and then my buddy mastered it and that was that. Yeah. Um, so I'll just keep doing that. And um, I'm trying to come up with some sort of a structure for myself. Like I like the idea of putting out a single every month, like at the very yeah. least. 
mm-hmm. um just some kind of like cuz i get i get kind of lost sometimes like if if i want to you know, like starting to work on a big project mm-hmm. um i'll I, I i think i want something a little more schedule based like yeah. instead of saying okay i'm gonna take this year these eight months to like put out this huge record which would make sense if the production quality was like a lot higher but since it's just me working by myself in my bedroom like i already i already put out a record so i i kind of know i like it i i know how that feels i guess to like make something that's that long and that was nice but um maybe i should just all this to say i really have no idea and i'm that's something that's something that i'm trying to come up with is like a is is a a game plan because i spent you know i spent a year like writing songs every day and posting it on instagram and i know that i'm like i'm done with that kind of a thing where like the the ultra casual like hey i just wrote this like here this is yeah um i want to do something that is a little more higher quality i guess that feels more intentional and is more of a something that is documented yeah um so yeah i'm not sure i gotta figure it out though but there like there there's this one track that i'm working on right now like i was just recording guitar for it earlier today so i am i am actively working on something i just don't know about like in terms of my perspective on it um i don't yeah i I don't know but i am leaning towards the like single a month thing because basically i could have i could have a like um on from, from the perspective of social media i could have a week to like or maybe two weeks to promote it really hard okay let's say a week and a half to promote it really hard and then release it and then have like a week of continuing to remind people about it or maybe a little over a week and then two weeks off where I'm like not bugging people about new music and then it can happen like again. So then there's a little bit of a, like uh, letting people know about stuff and then taking a break and then letting people know whatever. For sure. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, yeah sometimes you just gotta like make it work in a different way or everybody is reevaluating right now. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. But it's not, I mean, it's not a bad thing, you know, so, I mean, shit happens. So hmm. sometimes you gotta like, I don't know, even just with regular life doing this, the way that this album thing came together, I thought it was going to look a lot different than it did, but it's not like a bad thing, but it's just, um, just like, stuff changes you know yeah man so yeah i don't know but well good luck to you man that's the one good thing <laughs> where i'm like i have all this time so i can't make any excuse for like trying to like come up with like a social media or like promotion game plan or something or like mm. which is the one thing that i'm not the best at or it's not my favorite part of <laughs> of the whole process. Dude, yeah, the shit is like it's so hard and there's an element of it that feels 
I don't know, man. It's a slippery slope, like starting to think about, you know, like, well, at the end of the day, put the song up and 20 people listen to it on Spotify or like whatever. Like it's, it's uh, sometimes I'll get into those like negative spirals where I'm like, what's the fucking point? Like I should just, I should just write music for myself and not release it and just enjoy myself. Um, but, uh, But yeah, man. I'm, all I can say is that, like, I'm stoked to hear your record, and I want to fucking yeah, hear that shit. You. So, like, I just have to remind myself that, like, in the same way that I'm stoked to hear your record, I know that there are at least a handful of people that like would love to hear what yeah. I'm working on. And at the end of the day, you know, like, that is that is lifting the world a tiny yeah. percentage towards like a better reality. And that's, you know, that's cool. Yeah, I think, like, as much as, like, especially, like, with all that stuff, like, it's hard to get, like, or it's easy. (sighs) Like, it's easy to, like, get um, discouraged and stuff and kind of, like, yeah, be looking at the numbers and stuff. But I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to stay, not let that stuff get to you. But then at the same time, it's like, well, like, one day like that will be that'll grow and and that's not as and and even if it doesn't like that try not to let that like inform or like affect just doing it which is the fun part you know like just like making it which is going to be fun yeah um regardless you know like when you are working on something that you really like it's like all that stuff doesn't matter for the moment you know and then Mm -hmm. like once you're done yeah then you got to think about it but trying to like to not let that get in the way of just like having fun and doing it. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, and, uh, so I kind of see it as like two different things. Um, but yeah, I've been in the same boat where I'm just like, you get really discouraging. Like, Oh man, maybe I just like shouldn't even put it out (laughs) out anymore, but it's kind of two things. It's like, well, you had like a fun making it and like, you still like it. And so I think maybe there's, parts of like the putting it out process that are not fun, but trying to mm. not let that like sink the whole thing, you know, cause there are parts that are fun too, you know, like there's, like you said, like however many people are going to be interested in it and they're going to like give you positive feedback, which is cool. And, and so, yeah, but it's hard to like not think about that stuff. And especially when you're on social media all day now, like looking at everyone's numbers and just being like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not like as big as this person or I don't have as many people listening as this person, you know, but I don't know. That stuff's not really helpful, you know, because then it's like, once you get there, then it's like, you're going to, you know what I mean? It's like, you always want more. Then once you get there, it's like, yeah. Oh, well then I don't have as much as this person, but then there's some, there's one person that's where you were at and they're looking at you now and they're like, Oh man, I wish if I could just be like this guy or just have enough of like, as many follows followers as this guy you know so it's always just this like cycle you know what i mean yeah it's dangerous man so i don't know i remember when they were saying instagram was gonna hide the likes man i think they should hide them (laughs) or whatever remember that i didn't hear about that it was like a minute ago but they were like saying something where instagram was like possibly gonna like not show like likes and stuff on post you know like to anyone or just to the I think public? like just yeah, I think like not to the public. Like I think you could see it, but maybe it wasn't like on there, you know? 
Interesting. It's hard to like have people. I don't know why. Maybe it like is, have people without comparing. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is really fucking weird to like. I'm scrolling through my posts, and then I'll see like an old friend from high school post a picture, and then I'll and then you know I I don't know if I intentionally look, but I I guess I do intentionally look. It'll be like okay, forty likes, like that's cool, and then I'll like see like a post from like Kesha or something. And then it's like 40,000 likes. And I'm like, <laughs> right. fuck, like that's so crazy. It would kind of like, I guess it would humanize everyone a little bit more if yeah. there wasn't that number right there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, but I see, I mean, it definitely, I see where you're saying, you know, definitely is discouraging sometimes to hmm. feel like you're not making progress in that way or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, man. I think that that's just like those thoughts come from the part of my brain that doesn't wish me well. Yeah, it's not helpful or productive to think like that, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I <laughs> but I hear and... you. Yeah, man. It's weird. So when can uh, when can we expect to hear this record, dude? Oh, man. I don't know. I got to talk to one of my friends who's going to help me with some social media stuff, but Hell yeah. I'm not sure I have. So there's, yeah, the next thing that I'm putting out, yeah, it's this record. It's got two music videos and three in studio, like live, like performance videos. Fuck yeah. Um, cool. So I'm not sure. Um, could be cool, next man. week. Could be a couple months. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk to like, if it was up to me, I'd be like, oh, I just need to put it all out. But I, I'm going to talk to a friend of mine and try to, like, get a plan. One of my friends yeah, who, man. like, does social media as yeah. their job. Yeah. <laughs> so they know what's up. Um, so try to come up with some sort of plan. But, like, but kind of like what you're saying, it's like once I figure out the route to take, uh-huh. then, you know, we'll be putting out stuff every couple weeks or, like. Hell, yeah. Kind of like we have so many videos, you know, like between the studio and the music videos have five videos with it. Mm-hmm. So maybe like putting out a video a month or like a video every two weeks or something. And then like, hell yeah. Kind of building up to it like that. So I don't know, but I mean, I'm itching to put it out if these songs <clears throat> have been sitting around for a while mm. and uh, I'm still stoked on them. So that's good. But they've been sitting around for a while. So I'm ready to like put them out there hell yeah dude and i feel like it's a more accurate representation of like what i'm doing now and hell like yeah. how i'm playing shows and stuff so i'm also excited to have something that is like very similar to that you know and yeah. then when people come and see me it'll be like um it'll make more sense yeah but I don't know we'll see could be could be next week dude i hear you <laughs> but i don't no. know I think it's I think it's really dope to go about it like the right way. Like reach out for help, get a plan, yeah. and like just have the most amount of people listen to it. That would that'd be sick. Yeah, there's been a lot of things in the past that I haven't I've just kinda like put out or mm. haven't put as much thought into the like that part of it, you know? Yeah. So trying to take take my time and do it like that with this one. So but I mean it's still I don't know. I I still might just do it myself, but with a plan, you know. Mm. Um, um, but yeah, 
going to try to at least try going to try to do it the right way. However, whatever we decide that is. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. But it's cool. I think the album is like 12, 11 tracks. Fuck yeah. Or something. Beefy. And then, yeah, I'm really excited about the videos because a lot of like did a lot of animation stuff for them, which cool, man. It's cool, which was like another cool like new thing that I took on was to like try to learn how to animate. So there's like a lot of animation in there, which I'm really stoked on. Nice. Um, but yeah, we'll see. TBD. Hell yeah, dude. I'm, <laughs> I'm stoked to hear it. What about you? Like Lynn, you're, you're, you're still in the, for this new stuff, you're still figuring out the recording part of it. Totally. Yeah. I'm just tracking stuff. So maybe yeah. I'll put out this song in a couple of weeks or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to hear that too. We got to just like say fuck it and just put it out. <laughs> I think so, man. I think so. I think that's the move. Dude, let's, yeah. uh, let's wind this down a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I know it's been like a long time. No, it's fun. I love sitting here and talking to you, man. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, so if people want to hear your music, how are they how how would they search for you on the interwebs, my friend? Um DylanUN.com, just my name, D Y L A N E W E N dot com. It's got like links to all my stuff. Or on spotify mm-hmm. i mean the my website's got like links to my band camp and merch and all that stuff youtube and all that but also just searching dylan ewan on spotify or apple music i have like my newest like four song ep up there that people can listen to nice um and then yeah hopefully sometime soon the new stuff will be out and it'll be up on spotify and apple music but there's something something is up on every almost every streaming service hell yeah so yeah just my name.com or my name searching in any search thing and you'll find something i'm sure fuck yeah and then so, on yeah. instagram you got you got tips on the end right yeah my instagram dylan you and tips i had yes. an old one that's my name but then i deleted it and then i made a new one and it wouldn't let me chew wouldn't let me use my name anymore so really yeah i had one I don't know why. Maybe if you like delete it like with some certain name, then it doesn't let you like use that. But yeah. Huh. Anyways, it was taken. So yeah, Dylan Ewan tips. Is... Oh, like someone swooped in and took Dylan Ewan? No, not even. I think it's just I'm not sure, but I feel like some I tried to like redo it and I just couldn't. I don't know. Huh. Maybe like so. But anyways, so yeah, so Dylan Ewan tips is the Twitter and Instagram. Tight. Tight, yeah tight, but if you tight. just go to my website the dylanewin.com it's got links to all that stuff so you don't have to remember all that oh fuck yeah <laughs> all that stuff but yeah that's nice that's where all the stuff is online nice dude well dude when i've had people over for like the live podcast situation yeah. i usually like write them a note yeah and, and at the end of the note it has a little like will you want to be my friend check mark box like yes or no kind of like a throwback to like grade school yeah because uh i don't know like being being a 28 year old in the in the big city it feels like kind of like a lonely time and i just you know sometimes i want to like reach out and ask people to be my friend but obviously since we're not in the same room i can't like pass you a note 
<laughs> but I can send you a virtual note. So right here on Zoom, I'm gonna oh, pull you can up. Send it? Yeah, I'm gonna pull up this board. And then is that is that pulled up for you? Oh yeah, yeah, I see it. Nice. So yeah, cool. so for our for our listeners, you can you can read that if you'd like. Yeah, so it says, Yo, Dylan, I'm sorry that you can't tat right now. That bums me out because I like your tats and I like seeing them on the Insta. I hope that all this corona shit blows over soon so you can get back to giving people your awesome tats. Anyways, want to keep being friends. And then, oh, I have yeah. the house. And then I'm checking. Yes. Did it go? Maybe. There's, I think you actually have to like uh, it point on draw. Oh, wait. What do I do? I have a little pencil. Oh, you have a pencil? I have a but, pencil. But it won't let you draw? Uh, hold on. That's so frustrating. Hold on. I think I can. Wait, let me... Oh, yeah. If I go to annotate... Yeah. Oh, here we go. And then I can get the drawing thing. Nice. And this, nice. And then... Okay, let's see if this works. Okay. Save. Okay. And then... Oh, wait, no. I got to do it again. I'm going to have to edit some of this down. Oh, wait, no. There's a check stamp. There's a stamp. Oh, nice. Yeah. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Well, yeah, we don't have to jump off the call just yet, but let's uh, let's sign out of podcast land. Okay, cool. Hell yeah. All righty. Well, I want to know what it's like to create inside your Saved right for you.